Hello and welcome to Beauty with a Cause, Mentally Inspiring Podcast. Today is March 20th of 2022. And today I would like to speak about being mentally attractive as well as celebrating the small victories. Which I think we tend to overlook and we tend to look at them as not a big deal. But trust, it is a big deal. So to start off the podcast, I would like to share the encouragement for today, as I normally do. And the encouragement for today is entitled, Slow to Speak. Father, I'm often the opposite of what James advises in these verses. I catch myself being quick to speak and slow to listen. I make assumptions and find out later I was wrong. I say things and later wish I had gotten all the facts first. Lord, I admit that this is not an easy task being patient with those around me. Please put a guard over my tongue. Let me repeat that. Please put a guard over my tongue. Amen. The first step to change is admitting there's a problem. If you want to be quicker to listen and slower to speak, admit that it is tough. And then try to do better. God will bless your efforts. Let me repeat that. God will bless your efforts. Wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. For the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. James 1, 19 through 20. Okay. So that was a good word for today. Because um, I think we've all been <laughs> guilty of that. Although I hate assuming. Because I feel like assumptions are so wrong. But we've all done it before. But I try to stay away from doing it. Okay, so about being mentally attractive. Ways, when I think about being mentally attractive, I think of having the proper mindset. Because I think in this day and age, a lot of us have messed up mindsets. Our mind is just corrupted, if that's a good word. It's just not where it needs to be, which is grounded in Christ. But a lot of our minds are not there. It's other places. It's places it has no business being. It's thinking about things that are not the best for us to be thinking about. So it's rare for people to be attracted to someone's mental state or mindset or thought process. Um, I find that... These people are few amongst us. It's not a lot of us. But we are out there. Which I think is great. Because it's better to have some than none. Initially, a lot of us, including myself, although it doesn't stick, it doesn't keep me, it doesn't hold me, we're more attracted to looks. We're more attracted to what's appealing to the eye. But that's not, like, substantial. That's not going to last. So you have to have more going for you than just your looks. Because after a while, that's going to fade. And when people see you for who you really are, your looks are not going to matter. So although although looks can be important, they're not everything. They're not the end all. It's not the glue that's going to keep your relationship together. It's not the glue that's going to keep your friendships together or keep people interested in you or wanting to be around you, spend time with you. It's not going to stick. 
So when I think of being mentally attractive, I think of what is your thought process like? What is your thinking process like? What's your mindset like? How do you think of yourself and how do you think of others? Are you judgmental? Are you mean? Are you critical? Are you always talking about people? Are you always strategizing and thinking of ways you can hurt, harm, or get over on people? Like, what is your mindset like? How do you see other people? How do you see yourself? How do you think of them? How do you think of yourself? How important do you think your thoughts are? Because sometimes I think we don't... I don't know. We don't really think our thoughts are all that important. Or we set them aside and we act like it's not a big deal. Like, I think we should be very conscious. Conscientious or conscious? Conscientious? (laughs) I'm saying that word wrong, but I'll just say conscious because I don't know conscientious is a word. But conscious, okay? We should be conscious of our thoughts. Think about what you're thinking about. Why are you thinking about? Where did that thought come from? Sometimes I think we can't always control our thoughts like thoughts will come into our mind and we're like where did that come from but every thought is not your own because i do believe the devil implants thoughts in our minds because he tries to throw us off track he tries to get our focus off of what it needs to be on which is christ so we need to rebuke certain thoughts and i did address this in a previous podcast um a while back but you need to address your thoughts especially if those thoughts are uneasy if they're ill evil wrong sick rebuke them those are not thoughts that you need to play with or entertain or test just rebuke it because it's not it's not godly and it's not of you so just rebuke them i think being mentally attractive is praying about your thoughts your mental state your mindset pray about it like ask god to cleanse your thoughts Bind your mind to the mind of Christ. Like say it three times daily or before you go to bed, when you wake up in the morning. Um, That's something I tend to do, but I tend to only do it when I feel I'm thinking about something I'm not supposed to be thinking about. Um, I'll say I bind my mind to the mind of Christ three times. But just make sure you're doing that just because not only when you have a bad thought, but just on a regular basis. That's something I need to work on too because I tend to only do it when I have a bad thought. Um, And then ask yourself, are you bitter? Are you aware of your bitterness issues if you are bitter? And if you are bitter, what causes your bitterness? Because I don't know. I think you can be bitter and not know it. But I I tend to think you more know when you're bitter versus not knowing. Because you're not like, you're not happy. You're not at peace. You're not content with yourself. Um, You're always emasculating men. You're always talking down about men. There are no good men left. I don't need a man. Men are worthless. You know, I got really hurt by a man. I keep getting hurt by men. Like, that is a sign you're bitter. Um, There's other signs, too. But you can just tell that something is wrong. Because you never have, like, a settled feeling. You're always uneasy, unhappy. You're miserable. You know... Those are some signs of bitterness. And you must ask yourself, how important is it for you to address your mental attractiveness? Do you make your mental health a priority? Because if you don't, you should. And then ask yourself, are you ashamed of your mental care? Because 
sometimes I feel like people are embarrassed to talk about their mental health. The minute you bring up mental health or mental care or psychology or therapy, I don't know, they get uneasy or they get offended. And it's like, I don't need that. Like, that's for crazy people. Like, there's nothing wrong with my mind. My mind is fine. What are you talking about? Like, they get offended. And it's nothing to get offended about because we all have mental care, mental health. We all have to deal with our mental state of mind. And that doesn't mean you're crazy. It just means that you're responsible. It's something that you're being aware of. You want to be more aware of. And you're willing to take care of your mental state. So that you don't end up being toxic to other people. Or hurting or harming other people emotionally. It's just a responsible thing to do. Also, if your mind is sick, everything else is unwell. You must get your mind right and clean. Because... It all starts in the mind. It all starts with the mind. Because you can like... You can literally think yourself into being sick or not being okay. So the mind is very powerful, which is why the devil attacks the mind. Because he he knows once he has your mind, he has everything else. That's how the devil works. The mind is extremely, extremely, extremely powerful, extremely important. So you must get your mind right. So that's being mentally attractive. Being mentally attractive. I think that is so important. Because that is what's going to last. That is the core of you. That's part of your character. How you think. How you are. How you treat other people. Which surpasses your looks. Because, you know, looks is not everything. Let me tell you right now. It's not everything. I also have, um, which I can go over now, a list of things that you can also, like, ask yourself. It's, it's like, basically, how can I explain it? It's like a mental, no, I'm sorry, a spring cleaning for your mental health, basically. Um, actually, I'm going to do that last because I don't know, what can I do with the list? Actually, it's on my phone, but I don't know if I'm able to, I don't know, I don't want to take the chance of um, swiping this up and it stops the recording because I'm not done yet. Um, But I'll see because I don't think I can get any other way. I'll see towards the end, okay? So uh, now I want to speak about celebrating small victories. So what are small victories? Small small victories could be anything from like, this is what I consider a small victory. Getting up out of bed, getting out of bed, brushing your teeth, taking a shower, doing your own hair, making something to eat, having breakfast, pouring a bowl of cereal and then pouring some milk over it and actually eating it. These are small victories that I think you should celebrate and you can celebrate. Because some people may look at that as mundane, that ain't nothing. But if you know you you struggle with mental health and you have mental challenges and you know that you have days where you're really, really down, not necessarily depressed, but just really down, and sometimes it takes everything in you to just get up out of bed, brush your teeth and take a shower, and go for a walk or go to work, that is a victory. Now, it may be... There's no victory too small to celebrate, is really what I'm trying to say. 
So to you, that may not even be a small victory. It may be a big victory, and that is okay. Because to some people, that may be nothing. It's like, oh, that ain't nothing for me to get up out of bed and brush my teeth. Like, that's something I do every day. And then to others, it's a lot. Because it takes a lot for them to do that. Because normally, they wouldn't do it. They'll stay in bed all day. They'll be sad. They'll mope. Maybe they're depressed. Some people don't eat all day. I, I used to be one of those people. If the appetite is not there, I will go all day without eating. Because I have no appetite. And usually, that stems from being upset. It stems from anxiety, you know, being uneasy, um, tense, things not going right, worrying, stress, because stress, stress is a big one. Um, it can prevent people from wanting to do anything. The things they normally would do, the things they normally would enjoy, they don't want to do. They don't feel like doing. They don't have that passion, drive, or appetite for. So these are victories that you can celebrate. You can say, you know what? Maybe I didn't make it to such and such and such. Maybe I didn't wash the dishes last night. But I got up, but I got up out of bed this morning. I brushed my teeth. I took a shower. I did my hair. Do you know how much it is for some people to do that? It takes a lot. So for them, that is a victory that they want to celebrate. Which they may call it small or whatever. <laughs> um, but to you, it might be big. But I'm just saying it's okay to celebrate the small victories. No victory is too small to celebrate. Just celebrate it. Celebrate you. Celebrate yourself. You know, because life is hard. We deal with things, especially now, we deal with things that are extremely hard. Sometimes you don't feel like doing anything. You don't even want to lift your head up off the pillow to get out of bed sometimes. Thankfully, I haven't had that happen in a long time. Um, I usually look forward to the next day because it's a new day and I can forget the day previously, especially if it was a bad day. I just wanted it to be over, but there are people that struggle to get out of bed. So it's a whole task for them to just get out of bed and brush your teeth and take a shower and even do their hair. Because when you're really down and when you're really sad and you're really depressed, you don't feel like doing anything. You don't want to, you'll stay in bed all day. You won't brush your teeth. You won't take a shower. You won't do your hair. You won't talk to anyone. Probably won't even eat. You know, if you're a person that loses their appetite. And you have some people that will eat all day, all night. They would overeat. They will eat to fill voids. They will eat for comfort. So it just depends. So don't, don't, you know, be hard on yourself. Celebrate the small victories. Celebrate yourself. Celebrate the fact that, look. It's a pandemic, and I got out of bed, and I took a shower, I brushed my teeth, I combed my hair, even though I have nowhere to go. I still did those things, which is a huge deal for me, for you, you know? So, just remember that, okay? So, let me see if I can get this list. Hold on. Okay. I'm still recording, so this works. All right, so here is the list. Spring cleaning for mental health. These are eight questions to ponder. What are... Oh, sorry, this was a, um, a mistake. What are you learning about yourself? That's the first question. What are you spending the most time and energy? No, I'm sorry, where? Where are you spending the most time and energy? Do you feel like your life aligns with your values? 
What are you learning about yourself? Are you forcing yourself to maintain any of your relationships? That's a good one. How are you managing uncomfortable feelings? What challenging conversations are you hesitant to have? (coughs) Excuse me, what do you enjoy doing? Are you doing anything you don't like and continue to do because you fear displeasing others? That's a deep one. Are you doing anything you don't like and continue to do because you fear displeasing others? So ask yourself those questions. Ponder on those things. I asked myself them this morning. And I must say, I'm not I'm not doing anything I don't want to do just to please others. Or fear of displeasing others. So I think that's a good thing. Nothing comes to mind for me. So yeah. And practice saying no in the mirror too. Because you're right. You have a right to your no. And you don't have to explain yourself to anyone. So, yeah. So, that's the end of it for today. Uh, Thank you for taking the time to listen to my podcast. I appreciate you. I love you. I care about you. Jesus loves you. Jesus cares about you. Also, if you are not saved, I would encourage you to invite the Lord Jesus into your heart as your personal Savior. He cares about you. He loves you. He wants the best for you. Excuse me, it doesn't matter what you've done today, yesterday, a minute ago, an hour ago, a decade ago. God loves you. He wants you to come as you are. You're not able to fix yourself. We can't. If we could fix ourselves, we would not need Jesus, okay? We would not need Jesus, and we need Jesus. I need Jesus. You need Jesus. Jesus in therapy. I should change the name of my podcast to that. Jesus in therapy. As far as I am concerned, everybody needs Jesus in therapy. I just want to go up to people on the street and be like, you know what? You need Jesus in therapy. They probably think I'm crazy, but hey, whatever. I feel everybody needs Jesus in therapy. I don't care who you think you are. You need Jesus and you need therapy. Jesus in therapy. Okay. So I would encourage you to read Romans 10, 9 in the Bible. It explains uh, what salvation is and how to accept the Lord Jesus Christ in your heart. What it is, basically. Um, salvation cannot be lost. Um, it's not a ritual. It's not something that you need to keep doing every day. Once you're saved, you're saved. I don't know why some people think you have to get saved um, every time you make a mistake. I don't believe that. Because once God said it, that's it. It's done. You don't have to keep repeating it and making it a ritual and like, oh, oh, oh. You can repent, yes. Repentance is key, but to be like, I need to get resaved every time I make a mistake or I'm saved, but I need to get resaved again because I did X, Y, and Z. No, that's not how it goes. Repent. Yes. Resaved. No. Once you're saved, you're saved. But that doesn't mean you're never going to mess up a day in your life again just because you're saved. We're human first. So we're going to mess up. It's in our human nature to mess up. And God knows this. So that's why we can repent and ask for forgiveness, but we don't have to get resaved. So I hope that makes sense. Please email me at be gentle with your mental. At gen- I'm sorry. Be. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going too fast. Be gentle with your mental at gmail.com. Okay. You can email me there. Um, we can talk. Well, not talk but you can email me any thoughts questions you may have 
if you have any confessions or need someone to talk to about anything um, without judgment. <coughs> I'm your person. You can talk to me. And we can go from there. So thank you. Have a lovely Sunday. Be blessed. Until next time. Take care.